It's not just another boring podcast from some loser broadcasting from his mom's basement. It's from his dingy garage instead. Whatever, man. We cover everything. Pop culture, food. Let me guess, tacos again? That's that's what this show's about. Politics, sports, entertainment, and whatever the hell else is on his mind. I have an addictive personality. Live from the Big Brother Bungalow in Southern California. Scared to tell us the city, Jake? Yeah. <laughs> it's the Big Brother Jake Podcast. Yo, what's good, y'all? It's the Big Brother Jake Podcast. I am your host, Big Brother Jake, a.k.a. Jake Warner. You guessed it. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Y'all tired of that yet? Y'all tired of that yet? Well, too damn bad. I am your host, Big Brother Jake, a.k.a. Jake Warner. My government name. Welcome to the show. All right. You can listen to the show on SoundCloud.com slash the Big Brother Jake podcast. You can go to iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or tune in. Keyword, type in the Big Brother Jake podcast. Boom, you're in there. This particular segment is sponsored by FabulistaCookies.com. FabulistaCookies are freshly measured, mixed, baked, and packaged. You can be sure that the goodies you receive have not been sitting pre-made for days, because that would be disgusting. A freshness and unfabricated homemade quality awaits you. Let nostalgia be your friend, your transporter, your memory rouser. Go to FabulistaCookies.com and let Jesse know the Big Brother Jake podcast sent you. By the way, um, they are the official cookie of the Big Brother Jake podcast and the Snickerdoodles, my goodness, my goodness. Jesse, you outdo yourself with every cookie you make. But like Snickerdoodles, I'm on that right now. That's, That's what I'm just like grubbing on. Gaining weight, which I don't thank you for that, but I do thank you for those bomb cookies that you make. And um, there's a lot of other people that love those cookies, including a lot of the patrons at the Chargers training camp. And uh, they were a hit. Those cookies were a hit there at Chargers training camp. And we'll get more into that in the future. But just want y'all to know that if you go to FabulistaCookies.com right now, sign up for a subscription. You can get baked goods every month. Check it out. Talk to Jesse. She'll hook you up. She's probably embarrassed right now or really happy I gave her all those plugs. Anyways, <laughs> so I was at Chargers training camp, and I've been going back and forth between Chargers training camp and San Diego and L.A., I'm staying busy, working on some things to make the Big Brother Jake podcast a success, and it's going to take a hell of a lot of work. I just realized that. But anyway, so one of the things – I decided to do, I was driving back to L.A. from San Diego, super tired, and I decided I'm going to pull over and I'm going to get me some sushi, like I had a craving for sushi, and it's from a particular supermarket that makes sushi. So I was like, yeah, just you know, grab one of those and a Coke Zero and bounce. So that was the plan, I was sleepy, pull off the road, and as I'm in there looking for the sushi, I see this couple, and they're not like a young couple. They're like in their 70s, like OG status, right? And he's just like kissing on her and rubbing on her booty and just like kissing on her neck. I'm like, damn, that's some serious PDA right there. And he's just like, oh, baby, what what do you want to eat, baby? And she's like, stop it, Harold. Like, Harold? Okay, go ahead, Harold. Get yours, boy. And uh, I didn't catch her name. But um, they were smitten. 
Like, it looked like as if they had not seen each other in a long time, right? It looked like as if, you know, they just got, he just got back from a trip or she got back from somewhere. Like, these two were, like, seriously in love with one another. And um, it was just cool to see that. Like, most couples I've seen at that age are just so curmudgeon, like, what do you want? I don't want to talk to you. You make me sick. Oh, just shut your pie hole. You know, it's just like, damn. But these two were like, you know, oh, I love you. Like, just giggling. And I was like, damn. So me being me, you know, I pretend to go down the aisle they're in. I was not going to buy any kind of wine. But they're definitely in the wine aisle. And I'm like, okay. You already know it's going to crack after they leave here with the wine. Let me stop. (laughs) But you know. You know it was going to go down. They're going to have a nice bottle of wine and then, you know, have a read the Reader's Digest. What were you thinking, Sucios? Anyways, so I proceed to go down that aisle and I'm looking, I'm looking, and I'm like giggling and like, hey, young man, how are you tonight? I said, oh, I'm good. How are y'all? And they're like, oh, great. And I was like, looks like you guys are enjoying yourselves a little bit. And they're like, oh, yes, you know, I love my Harold. He's my man. You know, I love him. Whatever he wants, I'll, you know, basically do for him. He's just my person. I was like, wow. And I'm like, well, Mr. Harold, sir, like, where did you find this beauty? And, you know, they had met in San Clemente, California, um, both of them from there. And they were just, you know, this is my high school sweetheart. I've been married to this woman over 50 plus years. Um, You know, she's always been a great mother, a great wife to me. You know, she's always shown me she's loved me from day one. I was like, wow. And I was like, man, what about Mr. Harold? Oh, he's the best. He's a great provider, a great husband, a great father, a great lover. She winks and elbows him in the in the uh, ribs. I'm like, damn, freaky. Go ahead, Mr. and Mrs. Uh, Freakmeisters, you know. And I was like, you know what? This is pretty <laughs> interesting. So me being who I am, I proceed to keep asking questions. And I'm like, what what takes, you know, what does it take to, you know, be in love like that and 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 have that longevity with one another? And, you know, she's like, you always wake up, you know, looking for something new to love. I was like, wow. I was like, every day for 50 years, I think of something new or I see something new or he shows me something new every single day. Now, young man, we do have our share of ups and downs, of course. But I love this man with all my heart. I would, you know, I respect him. And if there's anything he ever needs from me as a wife, that's what I'm supposed to do. And I'm like, Mr. Harold, he's like, I'm not combating one word she said. That woman is an angel, a saint, and I love my little woman. And he like pulls her next to him and they just start like kissing. I'm like, damn. Now they look like they're active, you know. And then they told me they play tennis and golf and stuff like that. And I thought that was amazing. And you see things nowadays and you're like, wow. You'd be lucky if you get like a three-month relationship. You know, because they and they and they even brought it up to like, we don't have social media accounts. Um, well, we have like a Facebook, we, you know, he, and he has one, I have one just for our grandkids for pictures, but we never go on there. You know, we just have them texted to us. Um, if we had social media when we, you know, were dating, we probably wouldn't have lasted 50 years, but you know, this is, 
This is a uh, this is my person. And I was like, wow. Oh, I, I got a life lesson. Just getting some damn sushi. But I think it's really cool to see, you know, and, and I know people that are in love like this too, but it's really cool to see two people, definitely in their 70s, just hugged up on each other like high school kids. And, and I even said, like, well, how many kids do you have? They're like, oh, we have three. You know, they're all grown up. We have grandkids and great-grandkids and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, well, you guys, like, you guys really love each other, man. He was like, I can't keep my hands off this woman. I'm like, go ahead, boy. <laughs> I'm like, what's the key? Like, you just got to keep it fresh, you know. But love your mate. Look at them. Cherish them. Hold them. Kiss them. Tell them they're beautiful. Tell them they're handsome. You know, have your space. Go with your friends on your golfing trips or your girlfriend trips and wine tasting and all. Whatever you are interested in. But the key to a longevity and a long marriage is just to keep it fresh and learn something new about your person every day. And she's like, yeah, like, I will do whatever this man, you know, I love him. Like, I'm in love with him. It gets stronger every day. So every day that I wake up, I love him more. I'm like, damn, they're like walking Hallmark cards. Like, <laughs> And I'm sitting there just in awe. I'm like, do y'all ever fight? Well, we have disagreements, but we talk it out. No one, you know, throws a tantrum. No one, like, goes to bed angry. We don't go to bed angry. We will stay up till 5 in the morning if we have to solve an issue. And I'm like, damn, they don't make them like this anymore. And I was like, this is amazing to hear this. Like, I love what I'm hearing right now. And they're like, you know, young man, that's just how it is. And we don't let, you know, we don't let things get to us. We work things out. But I just love this woman since high school, and I adore her. And it's just so cute to see this, you know? And I'm like, wow. And I'm like, everybody can learn from a Mr. Harold and a Mrs. Harold, because <laughs> I didn't get her name. It's just funny how in life we don't really think about what we may have or may not have. You know, everybody's all about instant gratification everybody's into you know just not showing emotion and that's the thing she told me oh he shows me emotion he's not machismo he's not macho you know he he'll cry if he's upset but you know i don't belittle him for it and he's very open and i was like that's fantastic he's like yeah don't be afraid to show your woman your feelings i'm like damn that's some good advice it's great advice and she's like, you know, and I'm not going to nag him to death. You know, I give him a space. But uh, I love him. I love him so hard. I got married to him because every time I see him, I still get butterflies. I was like, 50 plus years later? She's like, oh, yes. Oh, yes. You know? And she's like, he's just fun to be around. He's not boring. He's not curmudgeon. He's still the same guy except he has some wrinkles and gray hair. And he's like, yeah, don't get old, young man. You know, just the old man jokes and stuff. But it was cool. And all I wanted to do is get some sushi and a Coke Zero. But I left out of there just talking with these people for a good 20 minutes. And it was amazing to see. And I thought it was fantastic. And we can all learn from people like this. We can learn from our older generation, 
You know, we don't talk to them enough. We don't listen enough. We don't do any of these things anymore. Um, you know, unless it's been told by a meme on Facebook or Instagram, and that's how we should act. But to see this couple, I mean, literally, look, okay, look, for those who have been to like Six Flags out here in LA, California, and you see the like young kids that are on the field trips, you know, they're all like PDA, like all rubbed up on their, their little girlfriend, you know, which if you saw your kids like that, you beat their ass in line. That's how this couple was acting at the grocery store. He's just like hugged up on her, hands on her hips from behind, kissing up on her cheeks. I was like, damn, I'm jealous. <laughs> I'm like, that's crazy. But it's so cool to see, man. And like you see these two, and every time one would speak, the other's just looking at him like, damn, I can't wait to get you home. Look how handsome he is. Damn, look how fly she is. Like that's how they were looking at each other. And that was uh, – it was just cool to see that. I don't know. Maybe it was a sign. Maybe it was meant to see that, you know, that that it does exist out there, that true love is is still out there, that, you know, you can find your person no matter when it is in life and love on them and, 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 and just be in love. And it's just beautiful to see, man. I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff. I ain't going to lie. And why would you open a podcast like that? Well, that's why. Because, you know, sometimes you got to stop and admire great things. You got to stop and look at what's going on around you. Take the time, smell the roses, you know, figuratively and whatever. You know, I pulled over on the way down to San Diego on Friday. Saw a beautiful sunset from the rest area. (laughs) And I said, man, if I don't pull over and watch this, I'm going to miss out on something great. I could be 10 minutes late to where I got to go. And I'm looking at the sunset and I'm like, damn, this is beautiful, man. Like, who wouldn't want to see this? Who wouldn't want to be, like, hugged up on somebody looking at this beautiful sunset, you know? It's just amazing. It's just, a, you know. And that's life. I think we all rush life too quick because we always got to be somewhere. Or, you know, we got to go somewhere. We got to always be in a hurry. And Harold and Mrs. Harold, I'm like, well, do you guys, well, what, what's your, you know, what's the other key? And they're like, don't rush. Get there when you get there. Don't stress. You get there when you get there. You know, sometimes we, you know, we're late to things and they giggle. I'm like, oh, my God, they're active. (laughs) I'm like, okay, go ahead. And like, yeah, we've been late to a few events, but look at her. I mean, look at this young lady. Don't try to steal her, young man. And, you know, if I was about 40 years older, okay, well, I'm 43, carry the one. Yeah, if I was about. 30 years older, probably to holler at her, you know, whatever. <laughs> Maybe I wouldn't, but, you know, nonetheless. It's just nice to see, and if you have that, God bless you, you know. It's always dope to see real love and watching that couple. And when I left, it, it was like right back to business, you know. I was like, well, thanks for the time. I didn't mean to, you know, hold you up. Like, no, 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 it's fine. Where are we going to go? We have nothing. We're retired. We're bored. So we're here at the store having fun. I was like, okay. And then we went right back to PDA kissing and rubbing on her lower back and her booty. And I was like, damn, Harold is a pimp. <laughs> Harold is a Mac daddy. So I strive to be like a Harold one day. <laughs> you know, you find that one and you're happy and you just 
don't take her out your sights because you're in love. So you got a Harold or a Mrs. Harold, be blessed. Enjoy that. And if you don't find one, find one. Who knows? You never know. So there's my gushy, sentimental, why the hell is he opening with that segment? I just thought it was cool to see. And I probably could have been segment two. But now I'm pissed off because of something I thought about earlier. And damn it, we're going to bring in a new segment called Why You Mad? Tell him why you mad. Why you mad, Jake? This is the part of the podcast where Jake is mad. Dang, just because I'm loud doesn't mean I'm mad. I'm not mad. Damn. Yo, big bro Jake, tell us why you're mad, son. All right, you know, I'm tired of the softness of this country. We used to do simple things, and now we can't do this because it's wrong. We can't do this because it's not fair. We can't. Shut up. Just shut the hell up. We can't do this because it's not equal. Get a life, people. (sighs) All right, so I'm on Complex.com. And a young man by the name of Joe Price wrote this article about a black 10-year-old boy charged with assault after his white friend gets hit with a dodgeball. Yeah, I know, black, white, doesn't matter. You know where the story's going. So a 10-year-old black student is charged with aggravated assault after a white peer got hit during a game similar to dodgeball. Kamishi Lindley received a phone call from Wayne County Juvenile Court last Wednesday, which is uh, July 24th as we do this podcast, informing her that her son Bryce is charged with aggravated assault for allegedly aiming for this student on purpose. It's freaking dodgeball! Of course he's going to aim for him! Are you kidding me? Oh my goodness. So, Lindley, Kamishi Lindley, goes on to say, These kids are basically playing a game we all played as a kid. She said this to 7 Action News in Detroit. I couldn't believe it. This is a kid that was playing on the playground with his friends. So these two kids are friends, all right? She explained that the game the students were playing saw them throwing dodgeballs up in the air, but it ended when one kid was injured. The incident in question happened on April 29th at Ruth Erickson Elementary School in Canton, Michigan. As a result of the incident, Bryce was suspended from school for one day playing dodgeball or a game similar to it, all right? The parents of the other kid filed charges against Bryce, stating that he has a medical condition that means head injuries are very dangerous for him. He sustained facial issue damage to his face, had a black eye, and a bruised nose. Medical records show that he sustained a concussion. My son was hit twice in the face with a ball previously due to this. The child apologized to my son, and my son said, Mom, it's okay. We're still going to be friends. Now, there's a court date set for August 1st, and the uh, Lindley family is setting up a uh, GoFundMe account or a fundraiser to pay for legal fees. Now, here's the thing. Two things. Number one, as a kid, we all play dodgeball. And you know that equi ping when you get hit in the head. You know that's going to happen to you eventually. So they, you know, we played dodgeball and we headhunted. That's just part of the game. Here's the other thing, okay? I know he has to be treated equal. You know, he has a condition. So if you know your son has a condition, 
Aren't you going to do everything you can to make sure he doesn't get hurt? So him in this condition decides, oh, time to play some dodgeball. Now, if you were diligent as a parent, you'd write a note saying, I don't want my kid to participate participating in those activities. I don't want any of these kids aiming at my kid's head. I don't want him playing dodgeball. If she did that, then the school failed him. But here's my thing, and this is why I'm mad about it. It's dodgeball. Kids can't be kids no more. You know, they can't play certain games. They can't play tackle football. There's a game that we used to play, and I know this is the language I don't like to use, but we used to call it smear the queer. And I, I don't like saying that now because of what it means and whatever, but we used to play that. You throw a football up, you catch it, it's not even football. Like, if you got it, you're getting tackled. You got tackled good. But we can't play games like that anymore. Kiss my little Johnny's going to get hurt. Well, let me tell you something. Put your kid on the sideline. If you know he got a medical condition, make sure the school knows that he can't play dodgeball. Dodgeball. A 10-year-old kid's going to juvenile hall, staying overnight in a scary jail cell. What'd you do? Well, uh, you know, I assaulted my parents. What did you do? Oh, I broke into a house. Oh, what did you do? I stole from a car or, or, or a grocery store. What'd you do, little Bryce or whatever your name is? I uh, played dodgeball. <laughs> they rough him up inside the, the cell because it's not hard. That's what I'm saying. You got real criminals. You got real kids doing really bad things out there. But little Bryce, or whatever his name is, is going to jail for dodgeball. That's how soft we've gotten in this country. And I'm tired of hearing it. I'm tired of seeing it. Let these kids do what they're supposed to do. Let's let them get tough. If not, we're going to get even worse as a nation. I already said my spiel about, I have a stress card. I can't do Navy stuff. Boot camp is hard. No, we, we go through that now. And I'm just tired of it. You don't want your kids out there. Sign a note, tell the teacher, and then take his ass off the field. But no, we got to be equal. Everybody must have their turn. This is how things are now. Get the hell out of here, man. No disrespect to the kid. I'm sure he just wants to play with his friends. But his parents know he's not in that condition to do that. So don't put him in that position. And now you got a kid that's his friend. That's his friend, by the way. That pelted him with a dodgeball. And it just so happened to hit him in the face. If you knew your kid could not handle that, your kid should not be out there. Period. I know the limitations with my kids. I know, like my oldest, she's, you know, a girly girl. She ain't going to go out and play dodgeball in my tower. Don't go out there because you're going to get hurt. All right, she won't go out there. We know the consequences. That's how it is. But no, everybody has to have their turn. Everybody needs a participation trophy. Everybody has to be equal. And a kid gets hurt, pelted in the face, game over. Mess it up for everyone else, the game's over, no one can play, and little Bryce, or whatever his name is, is going to juvenile hall for playing a kid's game. When in the hell is this going to stop? And that's why I'm mad, y'all. You're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast. That music that you hear right now is Quentin, the assistant's, former assistant's music, as his intro. Um, 
But for those that don't know that are catching up, I posted on all my social media that late last night, Quentin, the assistant, was struck and killed by a car on his tandem bike, um, heading heading to a sizzler. I don't know which one. Still getting details. Um, Quentin was a good guy. Um, even though he messed up everything, uh, all the stuff he was asked to do, never got anything right. He's on the phone, worried about the ladies all the time and not getting his job done. He still was a good guy. And... You know, we will be sad that he's not around. Um, so, I know there's people hurting out there, and I know there's people that's not happy about what's going down, but it is what it is. I do know one thing, and this is fact, and I'm not trying to be funny. If he wore or a helmet, according to what I heard, he would have lived. That's right, he did not wear a helmet. And, uh, He was stroking his hair while he was riding, so he probably veered into traffic for all I know. But look at the hair, look at that sexy hair, was the reason why he got killed. He wasn't paying attention. So kids, if you're listening, make sure you wear your helmet and pay attention out there. And Quentin, rest in peace. Whatever. Deuces. You're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast with Big Brother Jake. Duh. I gotta say, man, people got some nerve. It seems like nowadays, this generation, this the, the way to be cool and, you know, show that, you know, you don't give a damn is to be savage. Everybody wants to be savage. Oh, I'm hardcore. I'm savage. I don't care. I don't care what you say. I don't care what people do. I don't give a damn what you think. That's the attitude that people have nowadays. So much so, it's even spread into the corporate world, okay? So, a couple days ago, a story comes out that the nice and bougie store, I call it bougie even though it's not that pricey, Forever 21. They outdid themselves. First, it's H&M and, you know, with monkey sweaters and putting black kids in the monkey sweaters for their advertising campaign. You know, and they're thinking, oh, we're sorry, we didn't really realize it. You know, people are just being blatant with their, you know, savageness. We're savage. We're so savage. We don't care anymore. We don't care what you think. You know, we're hard. That's just the attitude. You know, it's spread to the corporate world. So now you got Forever 21, okay? And, and people that were making their online orders – Ordering plus size clothing, which, by the way, I think is uh, the right size. Um, like curves, not number two pencils. You can keep your olive oil, you know. I like, uh, you know, thicker than a snicker. But anyway, let me stop my misogynistic ways to present my story. So for the few uh, customers that are, quote unquote, plus size, which if it's a Forever 21 plus size, you're still looking damn good you look good anyways you wear a size 20 or size you know six i don't care anyway so with every order they made online that was plus size they were throwing in a dietary bar like uh like an atkins bar i believe um (laughs) look man how can you co-sign that what board meeting did you take or attend and said you know what I think this is cool. I think this will work. Huh? What do you mean? Okay, for the plus size people, you know, we, we want to generate some kind of controversy. We, we want to get some buzz going. 
So with every order that we make, you know, plus size order, let's throw in an Atkins diet bar. That way, somebody will complain and it will make the news and free advertising. I know how this works. I worked in sales and people are that savage and people really don't give a damn that much. And I find it to be quite appalling, you know. So there's several people that are pretty pissed off about this. And, you know, maybe, no, there's not being sensitive about it. I just can't believe people would stoop that low to do something like that. Like, are you kidding me? You want to alienate an entire demographic for the sake of getting free publicity. I'll tell you what. I wouldn't put money into Forever 21 anyways. And my kids won't be getting clothes from Forever 21 because that's messed up. I'm going to tell you ladies something. I'm going to tell you all right now. There's nothing wrong with being plus size, Okay. Whatever plus size is, look at like Marilyn Monroe and all the women back in like the Greek God days and all that. Look at all the paintings. All the women are thick, okay? Got a little ponce on them. And I don't think there's nothing wrong with that at all. If you're skinny, you're skinny. If you're chubby, you're chubby. If you're thick, you're thick. It doesn't matter. Women are beautiful, all right? Don't let Forever 21 discourage you. If anything, here's me. I'd be like, oh, I got some free food because I like to eat. And I kept it pushing, but it's offensive. But ladies, y'all ain't got to take that, man. Y'all don't have to accept that. Y'all don't have to take that. Don't support somebody that's going to degrade thick women, all right? That's not cool, and you shouldn't accept that. You, you should not settle for that. You know, love the skin you're in and embrace your beauty inside and out. Don't let some bougie-ass store dictate how you should feel or look or whatever, because it's not cool. I don't like the covers of these magazines that these supermodels go on where they don't eat for four days and smoke cigarettes and drink water and have like a cracker and two grapes just so they can look good. You know, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And if you, in my opinion, my opinion only, um, y'all are beautiful. Women, y'all are beautiful, Okay. Embrace the curves, embrace all the thickness you got. Nothing wrong with it. And again, I'm not trying to be misogynistic. I'm just saying self love is the best love. And I'll be damned if I let a magazine cover or or a clothing store or some idiot out on the street like dictate what beauty is. I'm, and I'm not trying to do that myself, but I'll be damned, you know, you order. You already some some women, you know, like damn, I gotta order this plus size. So that, that's what they're doing it online because probably, the, and it's a possibility. I'm not saying that's what the, the mindset. A lot of people order online, but some people probably don't want to go in and, and and try on clothes. It's sometimes it's humiliating and degrading to some people. It is. I've witnessed it with certain females. Okay. So what I'm saying is this, they already went through that, and then I'm going to order online because I don't want to go in the store, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take my chances that it fits, and you get a dietary bar along with your clothing. I think that's so damn degrading. So Forever 21 can kiss my forever ass, all right? Y'all can kiss my ass. I don't give a damn. I don't care if you threw a sponsor checking me. I don't want to do any business with y'all. I won't do business with y'all until y'all act right. That is so cold, man. Like, you shouldn't be doing that to somebody that's spending their hard-earned money and thinking, oh, you know, I have this online shopping experience. I like Forever 21's clothes. I'm going to order online, and then that's what they get. That's a slap in the face to women all over the place. 
that uh, that, that that went through that. So, I you know keep it curvy, ladies. <laughs> I like that, but that's just me. You know, apparently Forever Twenty One wants y'all skinny, but man, don't listen to them. Listen to a real G like myself. Feel me? <laughs> I'll stop now. But Forever Twenty One, kiss my forever ass. Two middle fingers to y'all. Hello, everybody. You listening to my daddy, Big Brother Dick? This is the Big Brother Dick broadcast. Bye, everybody. What's up, y'all? It's Big Man. Coming at you live from Oakland. Straight from the town. My man, Big Brother Jake, pulled me out to the studio with him, Ty Eli, Prince Golden, the has been, never was. Songs called My Check. I'm going to let this slide for a minute. Y'all didn't think I could flow. Yo, check this out. Check this out. I left the switches for a second, dropping gems in the booth. Got my beauty seagull on, so I got to spit the truth. Hip hop for life, that's the theory that we're on. Shake Cobain on the beat, 16 minute phenomenon. Obvious that has been some say that never will be, but I can't lose. But Ty Eli rapping with me, producing with flows, beat notching it, etc. Slaying competition, winning battles in the testament. Tired of the wackness, yes, the wackness, but I remain optimistic like the sounds of blackness. Hip hop ain't dead, it will always live forever. The down with the culture sense, tougher than leather. First LP, last album, one and done, yes, finito. The chica say I'm movie bonito. Time to pass the mic, Prince Golden's on deck. Drop the knowledge on your fools, count me down, mic check. Okay, so if you haven't guessed, that is me, <laughs> Big Brother Jake. Uh, my first album that has been that never was you can go to bigbrotherjake.bandcamp.com it's there for free for free but this is the independent music spotlight and I love this portion of the Big Brother Jake podcast I'm a big music head I love music all I can think about is music half the time so hey why not share the music of the people I enjoy listening to so first off this artist I, he's a friend of mine, first of all. He's one of the dopest MCs I've ever listened to. He got mad notoriety from, oh, I can't even say that, notoriety from the wake-up show with Sway from MTV and King Tech. You know, he murdered his bars on there. He's dropped quite a few albums, and this man has worked with everybody from Well I Am to Chuck D to, you know, you name it. This man has done it all. I want to give a shout out to my boy Michael Myers. This is off of his new album, Focus. Man, this album is dope. This is my favorite track off of there. It's called State of Mind. I want you to check it out. Turn it up at ignorant levels and bump this. Michael Myers on Big Brother Jake Pocket. Carson, California, patch straight cabbage. You internet geeks this weekend, you can't hack it. Michael the cycle, the logo was in his straight jacket. Been in the game for a while, man, and I ain't average. A lot of these cats trash, man, straight garbage. See, there's rules to the game. We ain't the good one, us two ain't the same. Uh, my lines don't like cocaine, but wild folders, bipolar, so yo, it's insane. The Hubie Brown of the underground, man, I spit game. The industry ain't what it used to be, shit changed. See, y'all can kill a man like me, real. Too much front in these days, so homie, be real. Uh, you got something to say, then wait in line. I'm in an ill mood, a bad state of mind. I'm no slave to the rhythm, I whip it. Then I take its name and change its religion. Then I top the foot off the 
know what size to be. It's just the state of mind that I'm in, yo. It's just the state of mind that I'm in, yo. It's just the state of mind that I'm in, yo. It's just the state of mind that I'm in. Let's go. You get a one-way trip to the mall. You have a face-to-face combo with the Lord. My objectives have you hitting the floor. While you talking revenge, I'm talking going to war. Yo, this young dude told me I was kind of old. Thought he was kind of bold. No, I gotta let him know. I kill that wheel like Ice Cube. And I'm America's most wanted youngster. Yo, when I write boom. Uh, I'm Jigsaw with the pen, y'all. You wanna play a game, man? Yo, I in, y'all. I gave my city light. Shine like the city lights. It's not a bottle, did it first. It's about did it right. Great Michael Myers, <laughs> Lyricist Supreme. That that track just bumps. State of mind off of who I'm focused. Dope album. Every 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 cut is like non-skip worth. Like you will not skip anything when you listen to that album. Alright, so check him out, man. He's hip hop royalty, you know? Been all been all around the world. He's everywhere and you're never there. <laughs> Next up on the independent music spotlight, this brother right here. Man, he's mad inspiring. You know, he's giving us uh, older cats uh, an avenue, so to speak. He's blazing his own lane. He's a father of four. He's been married 16 years. He's an ex-alcoholic from Los Angeles, California. And he's opening up his own lane for rap music for grown-ups. <laughs> By catering to the adults who still love rap music, despite it being a young person's sport. This man has done work for The Source, Urban Daily, and BadCulture.net. He's also one hell of a guy. West Coast stand up for your boy Tony Grands. Name of the song that I'm about to play for y'all, and it's a dope one. It's called Where My Knife At, produced by Uncle Russell. Tony Grands, right here on the Big Brother J Podcast. I like it a lot. 
are like cake. Walking past smelling all good though. Hey, Morning wood grow, let the whole hood know. That's what I get for wearing great sweats, great sex. Hold up, let me say less. Trying to hide a massive boner, nudge niggas like look at the ass of boner. Keep it real, couldn't pass a phone ya. Booty like mountains in California. Yeah, like ass, but I'm a press man though. Used to smash, pass, and let the next man go. Wasn't concerned about the next scandal. Got super sperm like the next man. Gotta take my own advice, cause you only die once. Tell a nigga about condoms when you buy blunts. That sounds kinda freaky, yeah, I'll try it once. Wait, is that candle wax? Not really the one they get freaky with. Really try to stay in my lane, but I'm always down to experiment, especially if I get a little brain. Wired up, tired up, baby oil, maybe even whips and chains. You'll be shifting lanes in no time, and you never see shit the same. Not really the one to get freaky with, really try to stay in my lane, but I'm always down to experiment, especially if I get a little brain. Wired up, tired up, baby oil, maybe even whips and chains. You'll be shifting lanes in no time, and you never see shit the same. Whole lot of cake with my knife at. When the booty stops shaking, might wife that. Put the session on pause, just pipe that. Yeah, it's like that. I'll be right back. That's a whole lot of cake with my knife at. When the booty stops shaking, might wife that. Put the session on pause, just pipe that. Yeah, it's like that. I'll be right back. Walking past smelling all nice though. Got me holding my stick like maestro. Walking straight high notes with the right stroke. Walking straight high notes with the right stroke. Get to singing like Gladys Knight. She fiends for me almost random nights. I know she ain't really the scandalous type, but she grabbing on my zipper like past the pipe and I. Gladly passing fastly until daddy smashing ass cheeks. Yeah. After that, big ass ass cheeks. Yeah, she nasty, but she classy. You should see her in a lingerie, like a booty call, but it ain't a thing to me. Let her hit a booty clap when it's singing me, like a round of applause when I'm pounding them draws. But not really the one to get freaky with. Really try to stay in my lane, but I'm always down to experiment, especially if I get a little brain. Wired up, tired up, baby oil, maybe even whips and chains. You be shifting lanes in no time, and you never see shit the same. Not really the one to get freaky with. Really try to stay in my lane, but I'm always down to experiment, especially if I get a little brain. Wired up, tired up, baby oil, maybe even whips and chains. You be shifting lanes in no time, and you never see shit the same. That was the homie Tony Grams with Where's My Knife At? He's trying to uh, inspire the world with uh, grown man hip-hop. And I think it's a good thing because you can see all these older artists touring around doing big concerts still. And they don't get criticized. But you get a man that's in a, you know pushing 40, trying to do hip-hop and start out and whatever. I mean, Tony's been doing this a long time. Not that he's starting out. But like it, it's discrimination, man. I don't understand. It's all, that's the only music genre where people... Why, why is this older guy trying to trying to rap? But yet, you know, some guy that's like thirty seven can get his start in rock or country, and all of a sudden he's a star. It's stupid, but whatever, you know. Yes, we're heavy on the hip hop on the independent music spotlight. Got ahead of myself there. So peep his stuff, Tony Grands. He's he's killing it right now. And the next artist, he's been on the Big Brother Jake podcast, so he's a friend of the show. He's worked with Kendrick Lamar. He's worked with all of Top Dog Entertainment. He's worked for E-40. He's done some stuff for uh, Justin Timberlake and Levi's. And now he's trying to school producers and artists on how to be successful. He has his own thing going on right now. The man, the myth, the legend, my homeboy. Yes, we haven't met in person, but he's still my homeboy. The great Curtis King 
with this joint right here. It's called Steve Jobs. He's definitely been influenced by him, and he's taking notes on that man's legacy and and his business savvy. And now he's going to be his own super rich mogul, and he'll never talk to me again once he makes all those millions. <laughs> all right. So Curtis King, the name of the, the track is called Steve Jobs, right here on the Big Brother Jake Podcast. This is why I do talk radio, not music. I woke up this morning very thankful that I woke up. Boiled my water, made some coffee, and then I pulled up. Pulled out a book, jabbing hook, Gary Balboa, reminisce on how I went from employee to the owner. I pick up my son, get him clothed, and get the stroller. Let's go for a walk while your mama sleep in the covers. The weather is clear like the water in Minnesota. Work my ass to be here, guess it feel like a diploma. I remember I was borderline homeless just a few years ago before I stepped into this moment. Oh gosh, no, I was crashing on the sofa, eating avocado sandwiches and plotting on the come up. Steve Jobs, Steve Jobs. I feel like when he went back to Apple and started over, just some minimalist living room thoughts and Palo Alto. I'm overthinking, now he's singing the Bossa Nova. Pearl sing the Alta for this Oklahoma thunder. Business in your name, that's how you open up the summer. This the hunger and the cadence of poetry in Pomona. Just some young boss thoughts from a king that got promoted. Please don't change, please don't change, please don't change, bro You don't really have to change, be the same, bro Why you only want me following my shadow, boy You don't know I'm Steve Jobs, what the hell, bro Think different, think different Think different, think different When I feel lost, I go back to the beginning Back when I was drawing X-Men in the kitchen Back when current living was a little kid's vision Ain't believe that I would do it, but I did it, now let's get it When I took a loss, I ain't never played a victim I know muscles can't floss if they never meet resistance I was Microsoft software, I could see the brilliance Now they asking how we got here, we just stay committed The only difference between me and the opposition Is I ain't afraid to take an L and take a longer distance I take a punch any day from a heavy hitter Life hit harder anyway, so make a split decision This is my freedom anthem, I hope you read the pamphlet I don't know why you doubt me, you only free the panther I close my eyes and I can see the mansion Not cause I need fancy things, I just need expansion Please don't change, please don't change, please don't change, bro You don't really have to change, be the same, bro Why you only want me following my shadow, boy You don't know I'm Steve Jobs, what the hell? That was the homie Curtis King with Steve Jobs. That's the name of the track. It's a banging track. Him and Oh Gosh Leotis, man. When they get together, those two, man, it's like peanut butter and jelly on the track. So dope. So that was the Independent Music Spotlight. Again, if you have a dope track, please make sure it's hot and sounds professional. Send that track that you have along with a bio of yourself and your bandmates and maybe who produced it or engineered it. Us engineers do like credit. Trust me, we do. Send that to the Big Brother Jake Podcast at gmail.com. 
and uh, I'll listen to it. And if I think it's, you know, worthy of being played on the air, I'll play it. And if not, you know, sorry, try again. You know, we got to make it sound good. And I'm just trying to promote your brand. So, and I'm a music lover. I like music that's not on the radio. And speaking of which, how the hell is Old Town Road the longest running number one song in history? Really? One Sweet Day couldn't, you know, be left alone with Mariah Carey and Boyz II Men? That, that song was amazing. I love that song. And that gets beat out by Old Town Road? Really? Wow. That, that, there's cheat codes now because you can go platinum off of streams and not physical copies of the album, which I think is bunk, but whatever. Good for you, Lil Nas X. Never liked that song anyways. I do like the song Panini. Uh, my kids, they play it. They, 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 they say, hey, Daddy, you might like this one. And I actually like that song. But Old Town Road, could, that could just end right now. If we never heard it again, I would be happy. <laughs> All right, so again... That concludes another episode of the Big Brother Jake podcast. I will not be promoting the independent music spotlight because we did that this week. But I had a lot of fun with y'all this week. And uh, eh, props to Quentin or shout out or rest in peace. Yeah, whatever. And uh, I have to say um, I'm a very, 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 very grateful person. And I feel grateful to be able to do this each and every time. I cracked the mic open. So thanks for listening to all 22 countries out there. Y'all know who you are. I appreciate y'all. And uh, to all the loyal listeners from day one, appreciate y'all. So until next week with another episode, episode, I believe, number 37 next week. Man, we're doing it. All right. So until then, I say to you, deuces. You're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast.